welcome to this latest edition of my fan questions series. And a big thank you to Real Tudor Lady for the excellent question about this series, A Discovery of Witches and the School of Night. By the way, Real Tudor Lady, I love your onesie or robe. It looks so cosy. I want it. This is a Real Tudor Lady here. As you know, um, Discovery of Witches is back on season two and we've gone back to the time of Elizabeth I and we've met many real historical characters like Cecil, Kipps, Marlowe, Mary Sidney. Um, we also meet John Dee who we know was also into the occult and was Elizabeth I's personal a uh, physician and alchemist and fortune teller, mathematician. In the past, the main character, Matthew, who's a vampire, turns out in the past to actually be a real historical character, Matthew Royden. And I was just wondering what the truth was about the the circle of night or the circle of alchemy which um, all these poets and actors are supposed to have belonged to and I just wondered if Claire could do some research and maybe enlighten us. Thank you, bye bye. Now I've been a huge fan of Deborah Harkness's All Souls trilogy since the first book, A Discovery of Witches, first came out. That one was followed by Shadow of Night and The Book of Life. The trilogy was very, very popular and it's been adapted for television and stars actors such as Matthew Good, Teresa Palmer, Alex Kingston, Lindsay Duncan, Trevor Eve and Sheila Hancock, a really stellar cast. Season two is showing on Sky in the UK at the moment. Madge is just getting in on the act. She loves it too. It really is a wonderful series. In it, Yale History of Science professor Diana Bishop travels to Oxford in the UK to carry out research. And while researching at the Bodleian Library, she discovers a lost manuscript, Ashmole 782, also known as the Book of Life. Her discovery activates the powers she didn't think she possessed the powers of a witch. But it also brings her to the attention of vampire Matthew Claremont and some other supernatural creatures. Now, I don't want to spoil things too much, but the second book and the second series involves time travel and time travel back to 1590. Great for us Tudor history lovers. Of course, 1590 being late in the reign of Elizabeth I. In 1590, we encounter members of the School of Night, Christopher Marlowe, Sir Walter Raleigh, Thomas Harriet, George Chapman, and Henry Percy, 9th Earl of Northumberland, friends of fellow member Matthew Claremont, or Matthew Royden, as he's known in England at the time. Of course, we also meet people like William Sissel and Elizabeth I too, so it's really good. Now, all of these men, including Matthew Royden, are real historical figures, 
And the modern title of their alleged group, School of Night, comes from Arthur Acheson in his 1903 work, Shakespeare and the Rival Poet. And he put forward the idea that in Love's Labours Lost by William Shakespeare, when Shakespeare has the king saying, Oh, paradox, black is the badge of hell, the hue of dungeons and the school of night. Shakespeare is referring to a secret intellectual coterie. Oh, and by the way, the title of Deborah Harkness's second book in the trilogy, Shadow of Night, comes from a poem written by George Chapman and dedicated to Matthew Royden. But did this school, this school of night, this secret group of intellectuals who studied science, philosophy and religion and who are said to be atheists really exist. Let me start by giving you a brief, and in fact, I mean very brief, overview of the men of this school of night. Firstly, we've got Christopher or Kit Marlowe. As you probably know, Marlowe was an Elizabethan playwright, translator and poet. He was born in 1564 and his works included the plays Tamburlaine, The Jew of Malta and Dr Faustus. I'll give you links to my videos on him, but he came to a sticky end at the age of just 29 when he was fatally stabbed. The coroner ruled that the man that had stabbed him was acting in self-defence, but there are theories that he was murdered and one motive is his alleged atheism. Then we have Thomas Harriet. He was born in around 1560 and was a mathematician, astronomer and natural philosopher. His reputation for mathematics and his skills with instruments, um, these instruments needed for astronomical navigation, led to him being employed by Sir Walter Raleigh to teach navigation to him and his sea captains. In 1585, he took part in the enterprise to establish a colony on the island of Roanoke, but he returned in 1586. He also went to Munster on an enterprise for Raleigh, but was back in England by early 1590. From that time, he was also associated with Henry Percy, 9th Earl of Northumberland, a man known as the Wizard Earl. Harriet died of a cancerous tumour in 1621. Then we have poet and playwright George Chapman. He was born in around 1559-1560. He was a classical scholar and he's known for his translations of Homer's Iliad and Odyssey, as well as his poems The Shadow of Night and Ovid's Banquet of Sense. He spent his early adulthood serving in the household of Sir Rafe Sadler, before serving as a soldier in the Low Countries. Sadly, he ended his days in poverty and debt. Then we have Matthew Royden, the real historical Matthew Royden, who was a poet who was active from 1583. His birth date is not known. He claimed to have been friends with poet Sir Philip Sidney, and although only two poems signed by Royden still survive today, he was praised for his poetry by his contemporaries and had works dedicated to him. He died in 1622. Then there's Henry Percy, 9th Earl of Northumberland. He was born in 1564 and was an intellectual man known for his library, which featured a wide range of texts in the fields of science, 
medicine, astronomy, the classics, architecture, and much more. He became known as the Wizard Earl due to his interest in scientific experiments. He acted as a patron to Thomas Harriot, as well as Walter Warner and Robert Hughes. He died in 1632. Those are the men, along with Raleigh, who form the School of Night in the All Souls trilogy. And others have linked more men to this group, such as poet William Warner, mathematician Walter Warner, Sir George Carey and Ferdinando Stanley, 5th Earl of Derby. But were the men mentioned in the All Souls trilogy associated in real life? Well, Thomas Harriet worked for both Raleigh and Northumberland, that's Henry Percy, Earl of Northumberland. And in 1592, Harriet and Raleigh were accused by Jesuit Robert Persons of being atheists. And an ecclesiastical hearing in 1594 looked into evidence against Raleigh and Harriet, which amounted to hearsay, actually. So no further action was taken. But Persons had an agenda in making accusations against Raleigh. His work, Responsio, was his answer to Queen Elizabeth I's measures against Jesuits, and he was concerned also that Raleigh might become a privy councillor. As Suzanne S. Webb points out in her article, Raleigh, Harriet and Atheism in Elizabethan and Early Stuart England, the charge of atheism against Walter Raleigh can be refuted by referring to his own works and the fact that antiquaries and preachers dedicated works to him using Christian terms as well in their dedications. And Raleigh also acted as a patron and supporter of Puritans. Raleigh did, however, support those who worked against Jesuits so he would have been rather unpopular with Robert Persons. Raleigh and Percy were associated. The two were friends, and they were both imprisoned in the Tower of London early in James I's reign, and they did scientific experiments during their time there. Harriet's biographer J.J. Roach notes that in the 17th century, a tradition developed that Raleigh and Percy maintained a kind of academy, the School of Night, in the Tower, with Harriet as its master, and including the mathematicians Walter Warner and Robert Hughes. Roach goes on to explain that 17th century antiquary John Aubrey wrote of Harriet, Warner and Hughes being known as the Earl of Northumberland's Three Magi. However, although the men were associated with Northumberland, there is no evidence of them being connected in the Tower of London. George Chapman's biographer, Mark Thornton Burnett, explains that although it's been argued that Chapman's early works mark him out as a member of a philosophical and scientific group, the so-called School of Night, headed by Sir Walter Raleigh and the Earl of Northumberland, and that although he enjoyed exchanges with men who moved in aristocratic literary circles, there is actually no evidence for the existence of a clearly defined group with shared preoccupations. George Chapman also had links with Matthew Royden. He dedicated his work, The Shadow of Night, 
a long poem, to his dear and most worthy friend, Master Matthew Royden, and went on to say, I remember, my good Matt, how joyfully oftentimes you reported unto me that most ingenious Derby, deep-searching Northumberland, and skill-embracing heir of Hunston. So Matthew Royden appears to have praised and recommended Northumberland to Chapman. But that's as far as it goes. There's no evidence to suggest that George Chapman was close to Northumberland, Raleigh or Marlowe. The only link to Marlowe is the fact that Chapman finished his work, Hero and Leander, but he dedicated it to a patron of Marlowe, Lady Walsingham. And in the preface, as Thornton Burnett points out, he's very vague about Marlowe, so it doesn't suggest a close association. With regards to Thomas Harriet, Chapman dedicated a poem to him in 1598 and also in another work referred to asking Harriet to check his work. So, as Thornton Burnett points out, Chapman may have turned to the man as a kindred spirit and editorial assistant. But again, there's no evidence of them being in a group or school. As for Marlowe, Northumberland acted as a patron to him and Raleigh wrote his The Nymph's Reply in answer to Marlowe's work, The Passionate Shepherd. But again, nothing points to an organised group. And as far as William Shakespeare referring to this school of night in his work, Love's Labour's Lost, others have actually transcribed the line in question, or the mention of school of night, as actually suit of night and scowl of night. And Professor of English at Cambridge, John Kerrigan, in his introduction to the play, dismisses the school of night theory and writes that the words black is the badge of hell, the hue of dungeons and the school of night are simply meaning black is the school where night learns to be black. And that the speaker, the King of Navarre, is simply responding to Barone praising his black-haired lover, Rosaline, as fair. Barone's words are, Is ebony like her, O wood divine? The wife of such wood were felicity. O who can give an oath where is a book, that I may swear beauty doth beauty lack, if that she learn not of her eye to look. No face is fair that is not full so black. Like Kerrigan, I really can't read those lines as having some reference to a secret group, a secret society, the School of Night. So while the School of Night is perfect for fictional works like the All Souls trilogy, a secret group of atheists just doesn't seem to have existed. These men clearly had links, some strong, others more tenuous, and they were like-minded in their intellectual pursuits and were probably kindred spirits. But presenting them as an organised group, school or academy is far too much of a leap. But it does make great TV and great fiction, don't you think? I'd highly recommend Deborah Harkness's All Souls trilogy. It really, well, all three books are wonderful reads, real page turners. And if you can, do watch um, the TV adaptations as well. Season one, I didn't enjoy so much. Season two is so good, probably because uh, we are going back to 1590 in it. And uh, so the Tudor history lover in me is really enjoying that. 
Anyway, real Tudor lady, I hope I've answered your question. Uh, it was a very interesting one. I did enjoy digging into these men. I will give you links to uh, further videos on Christopher Marlowe and Sir Walter Raleigh because I didn't go into detail on Raleigh, but I have done before. Thank you for joining me. You can subscribe by clicking round about there. You can hit the bell to be notified as videos go live and you can give me a like and leave me a comment. Do let me know what you thought of the books and how you found the series if you have uh, enjoyed them. Take care. Bye-bye.